Welcome to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Trees and green and questions from Facebook. Oh, you mean the 35-point win didn't go to overtime, Kyle? (laughs) Points. We all get points. (laughs) Talk to the hand. I'm not spreading. Full spread. I don't spread for the roses. No, I hate hate Ohio. Pound sign me on Twitter. Brought to you by SkyMint Premium Cannabis. It's The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. And it's our one-year anniversary. And we're hosted by Sox Sanchez. Peanut butter, jelly time. Peanut butter, jelly time. Episode official of 52. The season finale. What's going to happen? <laughs> what answers are going to be answered next week on the season premiere we don't know it's a cliffhanger yeah what cliffhangers are we gonna have today i who knows sylvester stallone style was he in cliffhanger he was in cliffhanger oh call coming in yeah mom called because i accidentally called her so oh she'll be fine (laughs) let's get ready to season finale uh we're gonna talk about kickers just kidding we're not (laughs) um burns give me your kicker Jason Hansen. <laughs> we're going to talk about what are we talking about? Oh, Michigan things. We're going to talk about Michigan football. We're going to talk about Michigan State football. I've got another Detroit Tigers minute, and then a bunch of shit about it being our uh, a year after we started doing this hotness. Yeah, I'll give a junior. I'll give a junior update for hockey. I saw a little snippet. Uh, yeah, snippet on the uh, book of face earlier. Book of Face, episode 52, the f- awesome number. You want to take the good one? What's the good one? Jonathan Erickson? Yeah. Okay. Jose Batista. Yikes. The the Ray Lewis episode? Yeah, I mean, there you go. I guess so. Arrival Adam Foot. You want to know why it's the Ray Lewis episode? Because <laughs> we're stabbing? Because we're going to fucking murder it. Word up. <laughs> as long as we can do the dance that he does, because that's awesome. Happy anniversary, boys. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you. Kyle, how's your week? Uh, good. You know, I mean, good shit, whatever you want to call it. Nice. It was a week. Mm-hmm. I lived through it. Okay. Yeah. Great. We're here. All right. Gummy it up. Burnsy. Uh, it was good. Works wild right now. Very, very busy. Uh, but I got to play some golf over the weekend. So. Huh. Golf. Um, yeah. Cool. It was good. Nice. Sox is busy watching uh, Finn Balor wrestle Dolph Ziggler live on Raw. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I guess. God damn it, man. Is the, is the, is the <laughs> Demon King going to come back? No. Not for a while. Never? Never again. Really? I don't know. Disappointing. Yeah, I'm sure it is. My week was good, guys. Uh, I decompressed, and I played Madden. Cool. So that's what I did. Nice. The new Madden? The new yeah, Madden. of course. Well, I, I caught up on I Hard Knocks. It. Yeah. Let me tell right. you. These nuts? Hard t- Knocks is pretty sexy, huh? Let me tell you. These nuts. Love it all. I love everything about it. Everything. I am officially on the wagon. <laughs> name it's hard not to be right i mean it made, honestly it made me feel like i wanted to play a sport again <laughs> yeah 
Dan Campbell is the man. Like, I want to, like, I don't know. The whole coaching staff is awesome. Like, I want to be the all, all-time all cricket leader or something because I can't do much else. Got your competitive juices flowing? I don't know. I don't know about that, but it's just, like, the, the team camaraderie part of everything. Right. Like, the team, the, the, the team atmosphere is what's intriguing to me. Yeah, and guys are going to want to start to want to go to play there. Yeah. This this off season, this coming off season could be very interesting. Right. To see how much better our team gets because Stafford's contract comes off the books, Goff's contract comes off the books, and we have a lot of money to spend. Right. And two first round draft picks. So it's like this is the build up right now and really they should come on bursting onto the scene starting next year. I hope so. That seems like the trajectory of the rebuild. Does yeah. it not? They're enough. They're gonna get a nice trajectory with that burst. Let me tell you. Yeah, you know, and then <laughs> you know, we talk That's about the, we talk about draft picks and all that stuff, and it's like you watch Hard Knocks, you get a little bit obviously inside of what's going on, but Mister Rodrigo, um, right? You know, he's climbing up the depth, depth chart way faster than I think anybody would have thought. And even Campbell yep. said on the second episode, oh, you guys are really investing in him, right? And yep. You watched the film room part of that, and uh, yeah, I mean, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's he has the heart of gold. So I think that's going to go perfect for the team that we have moving forward, too. Agreed. And, you, we, you know, we've gotten a little insight from the staff into what right. they think about Hutch. About Hutch. Oh, sure, sure. They are they're pretty positive that they hit on him and that he's going to be really good yeah so yeah good good shit yep encouraging things but like i said it made me want to play a sport again so how are you excited for the lines getting better uh have you not been listed since last year <laughs> i've been excited for you guys since literally last year saying that i thought you guys made the right hire that this team was on an upward trajectory and at the same time, still cheering on the Green Bay Packers. But, no, I've been I, – I thought that first press conference with Dan Campbell, the way he handled himself all year last year, the way that team fought in every single game and never stopped, like, I didn't I didn't realize why everybody wasn't already jumping on the bandwagon, to be honest with you. One of my favorite parts, too, is when they're talking about the coaching staff and how they're all former NFL players and – you know they're they're intangible type players. They're players that weren't flashy, but they they, they did the work. They had the heart. Mm-hmm. You know they grinded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know one of my favorite parts is when they're talking to Shepard and they're talking about, hey, you know, I was gonna cut my hair, and like they made the point of, you know, Dan Campbell got hired because he's Dan Campbell. He didn't get hired because of what the Detroit Lions coach should be. And it's the mm-hmm. same thing with his staff that I liked. He's like, you know, Shepard's like, yeah, I was gonna cut my hair and things, but. No, Dan Campbell hired me because of who I am. Right. I love that kind of shit. Yep. Absolutely. So I just, you know, it's very unique staff, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, some of these guys are going to be gone in the next couple of years if it goes right. So we got to be conscious yep. of that. But you know, it's, yep. it's it's awesome. I'm on. I'm on the wagon. Socks has joined the wagon. Everybody, I'm officially yeah, it makes, rolling. It makes- it makes Tuesday nights fun because it, it releases at 10 p.m. on Tuesday nights, which is nice. Yes, on HBO Max. 
Yeah, max it up. So we're you, not our sponsors. Not our sponsors, but we'll, we'll give them a little love because they're showing love for a team from the hand. Yeah, hand it. <laughs> All right, you guys want to get into Michigan football? That's what we got here. I don't have a big question of the week. Actually, I'm glad you guys brought up Hard Knocks because I want to talk about it, but forgot to put it in the notes. Yeah, so, I was behind, but I, I, I actually, honestly, <laughs> I was so pumped up. I watched episode one and two, and then I rewatched episode one and two literally like right after one another. Yeah, I literally, I had to rewatch. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I mean, we've all played sports a little bit, you know, but like, oh yeah, that is my type of coach. You know, I don't know. I just it brought me back to certain coaches I played under. You know, it's just, I don't know, brought back some good shit for me. Yep. <laughs> Michigan football. Yeah, well, hoping to be good shit again year this year is Michigan football. Harbaugh brings the team back uh after a college football playoff performance last year. See. Or lack thereof against Georgia. Uh let's start out with the, the offense. The what's gonna need to be the driving force behind this team probably this year. Well, we gotta revamp the offensive line, but I think I think now that we're in a position where each year when we lose players, that it's going to be no big deal with the next guy up. I think mm-hmm. I think we're to that point. Mm-hmm. Offense should be our strong point. We should be able to put points on the board in any aspect if we're running the ball, throwing the ball. You know, weapons on the outside we have with Johnson and Wilson. We still have Bell. Um, we still have Henning. You know, as a little quick agile. Slot guy that we can do anything with. Yeah, he could be a potential breakout. You know, your running backs at Corum and Edwards. Edwards. Kind of popped out the last couple of games at the end of the year last year. Caught a lot of balls. Uh, Corm could catch a lot of, you know, that's a good one-two punch again. And then, you know, the quarterback, we just got to figure out who's going to start there. Yeah, Blake Corum had yeah. uh, PFF's eighth highest run grade last year. Yeah, he. I mean, he's a, he's a quick guy, but he runs through the, he runs between the tackles pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Burns, who do you um, uh, think for quarterback this year? Burns. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. Um, so here's my thoughts on on quarterback, and then I'll go into a little bit of the other stuff too. Um, <clears throat> I think that you you have to have Cade be the starter into the starter training camp, right? Like yeah. he he deserves it, and he took you to the playoffs last year. But that Shortly. also means you're still going to have, I think, an open competition. You're going to give J.J. reps in, with the first team in training camp in practice. Um, and I think you're going to give him a chance to win the job. I also think that he should probably, as long as he's performing, win the job um, only because he's your, he's your mega talent. Right. right. He's your guy that has the higher ceiling. And while, you know, I don't, I don't think Kate is the guy to get you over that hump in the playoff, right? I think that the potential talent-wise for J.J. is to be a top quarterback in the country. And if you have that, that then can catapult this team into being able to maybe win a game in the playoff. Yeah, I think what's going to come down to is Kate's going to start, and we're going to do what we did last year with McCarthy coming in every once in a while, you know. Every once in a while, especially when we're playing the teams that, you know, if we're leading by 28 going to halftime, you know, just to see. And if he puts it out there, 
it, it's hard. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard of, of how we're rolling, you know, because if we're rolling, you can't really switch them. Right. But I, but I exactly. totally agree with you. At the same time, we we talk about this all the time. You and I like I love the the three to four year starting quarterback. Right. Well, and that's why I, I agree with with the point that you just made, where you said that if we're rolling, you can't switch him. Right. And Harbaugh also knows that, and that's all the more reason why I think that JJ is going to be the starter day one, because. You're not flipping it, and if you if you have to flip it, it's because it's not a good situation. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And, yeah. I, so I just don't see how Cade ends up beating him out if there's an open competition. He's just he just is a more talented quarterback, and he's got to be ready to start. So <clears throat> that's where I see that. Seems um, like the old Drew Henson Tom Brady dilemma. It really is. Yeah, that's what it remind it's me not of. A bad, it's not a bad problem to have. No, no but I, and I but I, I think the the issue could be not if there's an issue to any point of whoever's starting is, you know, there's gonna be short leash. Agreed. You know, whether it's JJ or Cade. Yeah. You know, because Cade yep, does Cade does have the resume now. You know, he did get you there. Right. You know, absolutely. And then McCarthy is. You know, you know what I mean. So it's 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 a, like you said, it's a great problem to have. And right, the offense. You know, none of those guys should have any excuse. Our offense is loaded. You know, well, our offense is loaded, and you know, don't discount the Ronnie Bell comeback at all. If if he is, if he is, he should be back to what he was last year. Yeah, and he looked like a he was about to be a monster. Right. So you know, you got him. You got some guys ready to break out. The receivers should be dangerous. You probably have the best tight end group in the country. 100%. Um, 12 years it, of experience for that group yeah, of tight ends. You got Eric Hall and uh, Luke. Uh, I can't remember. Schoonmaker. Yep. Yeah, Schoonmaker. The Sox Sanchez probably special. Two two of the top 10 tight ends in the country, probably. Yeah, well, all, I mean, he was having a breakout year at the middle of the end of last year, too, of. of right. Catching not only like catching deep route balls, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, um, and then as far as the offensive line goes, you lost your starting center, but we also had Gra- a graduate t- transfer. Correct from um, uh, Syracuse. From huh? Syracuse. No, I just read it. I can't. Hold on, I have it. I have it stored. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, he was he was a finalist for best center in the country last year nice. and then grad transferred over. So we're good there. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, I think we're at that point regardless, and we'll talk about more on defense of, mm-hmm. um, of, you know, the next guy up mentality. Well, I think we're at that point where we have enough depth now of recruiting and all that kind of stuff that we do Virginia, Virginia. That's right. Thank you. So, um, so I think I think we're good there. It's just you know the next guy up, we just got to do it. Well, and that's an interesting. Yep. Just got to execute it now. It was interesting yep. when I was doing the research for today, looking at the defense specifically, because as well as Hutchinson and Ojabo did last year, going into last season, neither of the two were at, uh, being picked in the first round consistently. Right, and that defense last year, when it came to sacks and tackles for losses actually kind of underperformed what uh, Jim Harbaugh defense has done since he's been in Michigan. 
Well, it was a different. It was a different system after we fired Brown, and then also, uh, you know, like I said, next guy up. One guy, I think, oh, I want to see how we replace Ross, John Ross, at linebacker. Yeah, because uh, I'm pretty sure DJ Turner's back. I think we got Green as the other corner, and then we have to re- figure out how who's the next guy up to replace Daxton Hill, who was, um, you know. The, Previous to that was peppers, you know that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, uh, you know. But I think our front, I think our front four, like, is one of those positions where we can just replenish every year. We're going to be okay. Well, we just got a grad. We're not a grad transfer, but um, DN former five star, uh, top five recruit in the country, went to Alabama, um, was dismissed from the university. So then he went. Houston was dismissed from there as well. So they went and played at UT Arlington last year and played very well and now transferred to Michigan. Who was that? Uh, d- defensive end. Um, so that's a good thing. <laughs> and, um, you know, three huge losses that we have to account for in Dax Hill. Ojabo and Hutch, um, but I I think and Ross we're gonna be okay in Ross, yeah. Can't can't disrespect my middle linebackers. No, I know. But you know, uh, we have our secondary back for the most part. Um, and then, like I said, I think our front four, our big guys. I think those that's one of those positions that we can just replenish every year. I'm not really worried about that. No. Nope. And um. Most tackle, Mr. Smith went to East Kentwood. So, go, go Falcons. <laughs> and all our special teams, by the way, are all back, too. That's huge. Yeah. Yes. You know, our, our holder, our kicker, our punter. I mean, that, that's a chemistry thing, and that goes a long way. I no, mean, Jake Moody, Jake Moody being a – We have a great kicker. You know, yeah, I mean, he's – when he if shit's on the line, I'm okay. I'm not stressing. Well, that's and here. you guys well, – I'm stressing, but you know what I mean. The Michigan uh, Wolverine football team is getting a slight bit of advantage with eight home games yeah. this season. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You, we'll guys, take it. you guys open four straight versus Colorado State versus Hawaii versus UConn versus Maryland. Yeah. Everybody should be getting playing time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then you guys, uh, big road test. Uh, Right on out after that, you guys go at Iowa. It's always a tough game for us. Yep, and then yep. at IU. Interesting. Always inter- their offense has always been interesting the last couple of years against us. Yeah. If they run the same shit. Uh, then you're back at home for two. You go uh, versus Penn State versus MSU. Penn State seems to be down a little bit this year. Uh, we'll talk about MSU in the next segment. Yeah, rivalry games can't count those out. Yeah, you never know. And then you finish out the last four games of the season at Rutgers versus Nebraska versus Illinois, and then at Ohio State University. Hopefully, hopefully you just keep rolling and you stay healthy. Anything about? I think we're on. I, I think we're undefeated going into Ohio State. I, I think, yeah. I think it's a full possibility. I get, ner- I get nervous about. I get nervous. I always get nervous about Iowa. I do too. I always get nervous. Uh, I, I always still get nervous. I mean, Tucker at Michigan that's, State, you know, fucking to a. Me that's the most. To me, that's the most nerve wracking game. <laughs> Iowa on that list 
is at Iowa. Yeah, it's always a tough game for us. Iowa's yep. always it's just one of those teams. Yep. And state, you know, until we start consistently going at it with state, you know, I'm. Well, and here, the thing is, it's a down year for the Big Ten a little bit, it seems. Yeah. And, you know, who knows if Wisconsin or if, if Ohio State loses a game. Right. Right. Yeah. So you can't you can't early on in the season lose that game to Iowa at all, and then and then hope that Ohio State loses at some point. No, you got you got to take care of you. Yep, and that's what Michigan needs to do. We know we were talking about now we can replenish. I think the the big issue the last several years with Harbaugh, but now we've got to that point. It just took a long time. Was being to that point where we can sit there. We have talent and talent and talent coming through. We don't have to stress. Mm-hmm. I think we're finally at that point where now we just got to execute and roll. Yep. And hopefully, right. hopefully, you know, I mean, are we going to be undefeated? Are we going to try? I mean, it's always be great, but no, realistically, no. But if we can get, you know, win 11 wins every year, 10 wins every year, let's, let's be consistent at that and still have an opportunity every year, you know? Well, mm-hmm. and at least with this schedule, there's no reason why I can't see you guys winning ten games. Uh, like, you, it, really, right? Like, so I think, I think, you know, nine and three is probably your absolute floor at worst, and then yeah, man, but eleven and one or undefeated. Yeah, you know, it, it's I, I, the goal is to be at least in the conversation of a playoff every single year. Yeah, at least be in the conversation. Yep. It's either be Ohio State or you and Ohio State or Michigan. You know, you want it to be that. Yeah, you know, if you if you can go eleven and one, yeah, you're probably there. What's that? What's your loss to Ohio State? I would think so. If you're yeah. eleven and zero going into that game and you lose that game, you're it, probably still. It, it all depends on the metrics four. and how bad you're spanking people too. But then you have the whole right. you're not playing like the a whole conference game, championship either. The, the, it's interesting now right. with the playoff ratings with the whole gamesmanship because at the same time you want to spank your people that you should spank because it counts. You know, yeah, you have to. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. That's what got Ohio State in the year they won the national championship they was people. they spanked, especially mm-hmm. in the Big Ten championship. They spanked whoever I they mean, played. Yeah, when your fucking average margin of victory is eighteen points or better, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So, Burns, what do you uh, think for Michigan's record this year? Um, I think eleven and one is is actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, uh, like I said, I tend to agree with you. Which, assuming we're if we're assuming they go eleven and one, that means the loss is probably to Ohio State, and that more than likely will put you guys in the Rose Bowl, which is a, I mean, hooray! Back in the nineties, I I honestly think that if you go eleven and one and you lose to number one team Ohio State on the road, I think that you. Are still in the playoff. All depends Probably on the, the SEC. All depends on SEC. I mean, there's a lot of things this year yeah. with the way. Who knows? It'll all start shaking out here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. All right. Before I, saw, I did see. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um. I did see today that Oregon uh, has initiated talks with the Big Ten mm. about um being able to join. So Makes sense. there are conversations happening with Oregon. And the Big Ten has told Oregon that they are not done expanding. And then the next one, are we going to be hearing from the, the Leprechaun? 
I, I don't I, know. After I imagine what, with oh, go ahead. It's interesting because it's, you would think with the TV deal they signed, but that TV deal might just be another in, investment NBC is going to make and keep Notre Dame independent. So I don't think it makes sense for Notre Dame to stay independent, but. Well, for the, the, the for, I mean, business-wise, okay, maybe, but for the social aspect, you, that, the, money, that's a knock. Money-wise? Yeah. Money-wise, no so there's going to be able to. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like just point. fucking just pull the trigger and do it. Yeah, I know. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're going to. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, have, like, let's, let's, everybody wins. Yeah. If Notre Dame joins the Big Ten, everybody wins. Yeah, I just think Notre Dame's going to hold out as long as possible. But Notre Dame, because of the fact, like, I don't, I think you'll – it, you'll have to see, like it'll it'll probably be this year where you'll see Notre Dame loses that game to Ohio State and if they can depending on how good this team is make a run after that and be in that playoff talk but they don't play a conference championship game and they're left out at number five and let's say the number four team yeah, is yeah. that one lost Michigan team we right. were talking about right Notre Dame's got to join the Big Ten yeah you know you see how Fox motherfucker yeah well I I think that you're gonna see that announcement come sometime within the next six months. Thanksgiving. If I were to guess. Thanksgiving weekend. Because there's going to be a timeline that they're going to need to join. They're going to want to join the same time as USC and UCLA, I would think. Right. Um, which is 2024. Um, or 2025, I can't remember. But um, And I think that's right about the time where the NBC deals up for Notre Dame, too. So it's all, it only makes sense. It, you, it, Notre Dame has no choice. With the with what is about to happen in college football, they don't have a choice but to join a conference. You can't stay independent because nobody is going to be playing out of league games yeah. for the most part. Well, These the conferences, conferences are, are too big, be so big. Yeah, right. So you're not going to have out of league, game, league games, and if you do, maybe you have one. Notre Dame isn't going to be able to schedule a full schedule of anything legitimate. I'm, I'm, and I'm just I'm, and for the sake of college football, I just, the Big Ten makes sense for everything, mm-hmm. like all the rivalries. I mean, maybe besides some of the Big East because of basketball, but fucking Notre Dame, it's been a Notre Dame football. Well, especially mm-hmm. bringing in USC, so, like you know, Notre Dame's played Michigan State, they play Michigan, well, they play and, Purdue, and bringing in USC, I think, is the key because and, and then yeah, like, there bring, you go. You bring in you bring in USC, you bring in Stanford, bingo. Notre Dame can play. Can keep all the rivalries. Yeah. Bring back the ones they haven't had, in and, and that, that's a, a my favorite. I mean, and now how and everything start is, new ones that'll be huge. Yeah, and how everything is going, I, you know, I would be nice to still have some of these rivalries, and I think that'd be a great advantage for the Big Ten. And I think everybody would win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to point yeah. out before we move on to the super secret promo, oh boy. Um, that you guys brought up Notre Dame. I did not have Notre Dame. Football no, I'm just I'm I'm in the notes. Just makes sense. Let's just do it. Uh, before we get to the new promo, uh, promo, promo. Do you guys see Carl Nassib side with Tampa? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm a little surprised there's not a yo-yo and hot dog next guy to Florida joke that just popped into your guys' head right now. Mm, I don't know. This is completely lost on you guys. It is. All right. Well, we'll be right back with the secret promo. Okay. All right. Oh, that sweet, sweet music. 
gets me half chub just hearing it. Hi, I'm the Cake with Spinebuster Sports. If you love the smooth, sultry poetry the one and only Sox Sanchez bestows upon us here on the feast, you will love the newest product coming to shop.spinebustersports.com. Spinebuster Sports and myself are proud to introduce to you Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner, the best of Poetry Corner with Sox Sanchez. We've compiled all the first season entries of Poetry Corner with Sox Sanchez on seven handy cassette tapes for your listening pleasure. You can enjoy such bangers as Protect Your Neck by Wu-Tang, Boys in the Hood by Easy e and this jam Will Smith smacked everyone with in the late 90s. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance floor pro, I know you know. I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit. Gotta get jiggy with it. That's it. You'll be getting jiggy in no time to these hits as well. Push It by Salt and Peppa. She Drives Me Crazy by Fine Young Cannibals. And this classic that had us all doing it like the animals do. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought. And me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince will sing about. So put your hands down my pants. I bet you feel nuts. You will feel nuts when you get our free gift. The Horseman, live from MSP Drake. Four eight tracks of your favorite four-man supergroup singing the classics. Hear great songs like Wooly Bully by Joe. Sock singing random 80s songs. Burns and the Cake singing Dilemma by Nellie and Kelly Rowland. And the Cake singing all the Dave Matthews catalog. And not to mention the newest hit, Hitting America... Locomotion. Look us up on any platform that you stream. All, it's easy as searching Spinebuster Sports, the fees. So come on, join us every Tuesday morning. Come on, join us every Tuesday morning, the feast. Get the Horseman live at MSP Drake Road is your free gift for ordering. Nobody puts baby in a corner. The best of Poetry Corner with Sox Sanchez. But act now. Supplies are limited. Go to shop.spinebustersports.com and get yours now. And join us every Tuesday morning for a brand new episode of The Feast. Everyone listen to our new podcast now. Come on, join us every Tuesday morning. We'll fill your ears with knowledge and we'll give you a towel. Come on, join us every Tuesday morning. Finally, you guys really sold out. <laughs> wow. Uh, I forgot I did most of those. Uh, I listened to almost every single episode this week. <laughs> <laughs> I found a lot. It took a while because I knew I wanted to use the line. I was, And you'll get nuts, too. And you'll go nuts, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate you cutting half of that Will Smith one because I blew it in that one. I remember that for sure. Hey, it was... Well job. I just nice well job. Getting nice job, with well. It. nice job, well. Well job. Nice done. Well job. Good job done. Hey, man. Nice shot. Oh, damn. I meant to do something else before we got in. Ah. Uh, that, was, that was funny. Yeah. Um... Before we get into, I, I wish you guys would. I wish you would played the dilemma one though. Um, I did. We do the dilemma one. I thought you guys were singing it. I mean, we did it karaoke years ago. That was the what was the song one. that Burns was singing? That was the Kelly Rowan song. Oh no, it was Nelly and uh, 
Yeah, Tim Not McGraw. Tim McGraw, fuck. Okay. Over and over yeah. again. <laughs> anyway. Uh, before we get into Michigan State Spartans, quick preview. We're uh, still doing that? Yeah, we are. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. I thought, I thought this was like the season finale. <laughs> I really thought we should talk about kickers instead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Deshaun Watson ends up getting 11-game suspension and a $5 million fine. I uh, should have been a year, but let's fucking move on. Yeah, and I, I like like how they hit him with the cash. Just I'm a Lions fan, thing. hard and through right now, Kyle. You're not a Browns fan. Oh, I forgot. I don't even think about that. I forget he's on the Browns. <laughs> yeah. and it makes it that much more fun. I should be trashing it way more than I. I've been soft. Yeah, you've been real soft. Wow, this is unlike t- the normal talk. Oh, the well, maybe this is a cliffhanger here. to go into season two. Will Sox Sanchez be able to get so, it up so, against the Browns? Yeah, Will Sox Sanchez go heel against the Browns? Official. What are you? What are you gonna drag socks? These nuts. Yeah. Drag them. Drag them. All right. Oh, uh, clarification. We were talking about men and the quarterback thing. I said Johnny Manziel. I met uh, Baker Mayfield. That's sorry weird. about I, that. I thought about that when I was listening to Burns, it. I, I was listening to him. Burns was like, Why, Why is he, he in the game? game? <laughs> yeah, my bad. It was the leg. It was those wonderful gummies we have. You unlocked the legends of Madden. <laughs> yeah, right. Baker Mayfield won the starting job today. Did he really? Yes, he did. Yes, he did over Sam Darnold. I'm curious. I'm 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 interested in how he does this year. I kind of hope he. Yeah. I hope he. I don't know. I hate him, but I like him. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't wish him unwell. I feel bad. Like I said, I feel, always feel bad for those rookie quarterbacks or the, like the first four years of your career. You have a new offensive coordinator every single time. Like that's kind of. I don't know. Right. I feel. I feel for that. I agree. Reminds me of Joey Harrington. Well, he's going to get another shot, and he was good enough to beat out Sam Darnold. So. How's Anderson feel about it? <laughs> huh? That <laughs> was Robbie. <laughs> yeah. That was a good punchline. Um, how does Anderson feel about it? Does anybody know? Uh, is he retiring? Out, Robert? Yeah. Wasn't Robert. He, isn't he the one that was bitching? Yeah, he was yeah, only he Baker, was, maybe. He wasn't happy. So, but he's yeah. good enough to beat out Sam Darnold. So, <laughs> all right, there you go. Well, Sam Darnold's the, probably the best backup now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Jesus Christ, Robbie Anderson's probably gonna say. Yeah, wrong one. Uh, all right, Michigan State Spartan season finale. Season. We're consistent. Have you guys noticed that? <laughs> We've been better, but oh. we're still awesome. Inconsistent. I still have random stuff for us to oh. hit up. Well, like I said, we told everybody's gonna be a five-hour episode, so it might be like one. Oh Jesus! Yeah, giddy up! You're the one that said that, Burns. You can't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dick. I can go back in the archives. Uh, Michigan State Spartans offensively. Mm. Uh, Peyton Thorne returns. Well, that's. I mean, it's it's a mindset now. I mean, they had a great first year under Tucker. Yeah, uh, I don't know much about Michigan State and their talent. I, <laughs> I know well, Thorne's back. Like, okay, Thorne's that's cool. Jaden Reed returns, uh, but I mean, but are they going to lose? Jaden Jalen Reed's a a good, really good receiver. Um, but he's probably and, their only one. Yes, and they got. That's they how State always two, is. They always one. They got two running back transfers. Oh, um, cool! To replace Kenneth Walker. No. Um, so I mean they're definitely on on the upward trajectory. We'll see where they're really at. I think because their schedule does not set up 
very well. They have a tough schedule. They, they um, do have a tough schedule. Um, Michigan on the road, Penn State on the road. Um, they got Wisconsin um, at home. Um, yeah, it just doesn't set up great for them. Well, and so, it just seems like for a team ranked this high, they don't, you know, they got a couple. They have a couple guys that could break out at the running back spot. They have Thorne. They have Reed. They have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, offensive lineman that is in, like, the top ten for pass blocking. But other than that, on the offensive side of the ball, they just don't really have a, much. I wonder if the theory of sophomore slump is going to come into mind. Because like, they were pretty hype last year. And I, I for a team that I would say that was under-talented, I think they overachieved. And, you know, how much did they upgrade? Like I said, I don't know. I don't fucking pay attention to Michigan State. Am I talking on my ass? No. Uh, well, then. You go to defense. Then when you get to the defensive side of the ball, uh, their two interior defensive linemen could be uh, one of the top duos in the nation. But as you get uh, deeper into the levels of this defense, it just gets worse and worse as it goes. Like their secondary is bad? Secondary is bad. Yeah, let's rip them apart. Let's go deep. Yeah. Linebackers. Uh, Cal Holiday could emerge as a dominant playmaker for as a linebacker, but like they don't have a ton of. Mel Tucker was a defensive backs coach, correct? At, at Alabama. I don't know the answer to that. Okay, I think he was. So maybe you know maybe they they can get the soft, you know, secondary on a roll. You know he's a good he's a good coach. I respect the shit out of what he did last year at Michigan State. So I'm curious to see if they can. He was a defensive back coach at LSU and at Ohio State. Oh, LSU, sorry. Um, and at Georgia. So giggity. Yeah. Can they? Are they going to go on? Are they still going to keep going, or are they going to stall for a second? You know, I'm just see what good with their schedule, like we talked about a little bit. You know. Well, they open. Do they do they take another step? I I look at this and I. I, objectively, I see eight and four, nine and three. Yeah, but I, I think that that would be a very successful season for them. Um, I just don't see it going. I, I don't see it getting much past nine and three, unless they're just way better than I think they are. Yeah, is this when I say? <laughs> is this when I say, hey, do they take the next step? Do they sustain where they're at? Do they take a little dip? You know, year number two is a big year for them. Right, we'll find out later. I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I might have said that already. Yeah, you might have said it already. Uh, yeah, I think I was thinking eight, four, seven, five, lower tier bowl game. Maybe the poinsettia, poinsettia bowl. bowl. <laughs> ah, Jake's one did there. You owe me a coke. Son of a bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, but all right. All right, okay. Are you gonna name the Atlantis thing though? Oh yeah, the bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis. That's the best part. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go straight into a Detroit Tigers minute, and we'll Giggity. be right back after that. Wait. Oh, Yogurt Slinger. Welcome to the show that keeps getting weirder. It's the Detroit Tigers minute with Pound Cake. After having a Tupperware party done on us last week, we threw away the ball gag and handcuffs and did some work this week. Open last week against those Guardians of the Taints on Monday with a doubleheader. We split the day, losing 4-1 in the afternoon and winning 7-5 in the evening with Kerry Carpenter getting his first Major League extra base hit and home run in the victory. 
Then we get another win, 4-3 Tuesday, and another Carpenter home run to boot. We fall Wednesday to these ball slappers, 8-4, as the wheels fall off for our pitchers in the eighth, with Cleveland scoring six runs. Then we were back home for three with the Angels. We lost Friday 1-0 as Patrick Sandoval four hits the Tigers with a complete game shutout on less than 100 pitches. But Saturday and Sunday, the boys from the D put in some work, winning 4-3 and 4-0, sending Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Otani, and the rest of the Angels in the outfield back to L.A. and taking the series. Still really nothing to look forward to other than who will be running this team in the future. We'll be asking San Francisco if anybody want a peanut for two games Tuesday and Wednesday in Detroit, and then we travel to Texas to take on Chuck Norris, Trevette, and the rest of the Walker, Texas Rangers for three this weekend. Hopefully Walker doesn't tell us we have AIDS. Check back next week for more disappointing and empty feelings with another Detroit Tigers Minute. There you go. Yeah. We're recording, really? Yeah. Pretty sure. Positive. Because, what was I thinking? Ball slappers? No. Just oh, the eighth thing. The eighth. <laughs> Thank God for Conan. Conan and that lever, man. If you guys don't remember, in the early 2000s, he used to pull a lever, and every time he did, they'd show Walker, Texas Rangers clips that were outrageous. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Hey, Walker told me I have AIDS. Walker told what? Me. Walker told me I have AIDS. Oh, it was bananas. Yeah. That should be actually the funny clip of the week, too. Fuck it. Okay. You want me to hit the... No. Like, yeah. Well, okay. Look up Look up. Conan. Uh, Walker. Walker, Texas Ranger. Haley Joel Osment. And probably just look up AIDS. AIDS. And it's just... And Conan sells it, too. It's awesome. I think that's too specific. I don't know. <laughs> You'll find it. You can't miss it. All right. Well, I don't think that we got a chance to talk about the Tatis suspension last okay, week. Okay, I had one more thing about Conan. Sure. Um, their prop guy passed away. I, I showed Burns who it was. Remember, who, I can't think of his name now, Burns. Um, I have no idea. But he used to come out and do all the props for like all like uh, Halloween and Oh, St. Yeah, Petty's yeah. Day and stuff, and he'd be like, he'd always be like, yeah. boom, and it would be fucking ridiculous yeah. with the. Uh, he was one. You know, that was one of my favorite segments. Also. Yeah. Thinking of his name, I just blacked out. Uh, but the test, yeah, Tatis suspension, eighty games. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that, did we? No, we never did talk about that. Uh, I mean, kind of sucks with the whole team that they got going on. Um. Yeah, he's probably, I mean, if it holds up, he's going to be out for the rest of this season. Bill Tall. Bill Tall. Okay. Master. Uh, Watch those segments, too. But he's going to be out for the rest of this season. Yeah, and then, what, thir- first 35 the next year or 45 or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So, I don't know, put the dent, and hopefully he just learns his lesson. Kind of, Hopefully, like, it turns a, into a, a maturity lesson for him. Mm-hmm. I think that's all you can really hope at, this, at that point. Yeah. So move too, on. Too bad. Serve it. Move on. Too bad it was with PEDs and it wasn't getting high. Right. Because he could have went to Sky Mint. Yep. Said that he listened to the feast and saved ten percent. Yeah, he didn't though. Yeah. Well, before we get into our Sky Mint promo, okay. Uh, I'm gonna hit you with a little uh some something from this past year that we did that was kind of funny that uh we haven't heard in a, quite a while. Always makes me nervous. All right. We'll be right back. Burns on the feast. Are you there, Burns? I am. Okay. 
Dynamite drop him. <laughs> Welcome back. Kyle's talking about he made uh, towels of his face. So anytime we got to wipe out and finish, <laughs> we got we got towels for that. It's called the pound cake finish on me t-shirt. That'll be coming to your stores. That'll be coming to your stores soon. Skyman Premium Cannabis. When your day's got you down and you feel like nada, go to Skyman Premium Cannabis and get a big bag of ganja. We're brought to you by Skyman Premium Cannabis of Portage, Michigan. If life has you down and you feel like you're in last, go to Skyman Premium Cannabis. They'll get you higher than a pterodactyl's ass. <laughs> Skyman <laughs> Premium Cannabis of Portage. <laughs> That's right. Skymint Premium Cannabis of Portage is the official sponsor and supplier of The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Whether you're looking for some chocolate parfait number five, some Bing Bing OG, some Fatso, or some Slurricane, you can find it at Skymint Premium Cannabis of Portage. When life has you down and you don't want to front, go to Skymint Premium Cannabis. Pick yourself up a blunt. <laughs> Skyman Premium Cannabis. Portage, Portage, Michigan. Clearly, the guys love Skyman, and you can too. Whether it's pre-rolls, flour, gummies, wax, or anything in between, go to Skyman Portage and mention that you listen to The Feast to receive 10% off your order. Offer cannot be stackable with other discounts. Offer only available to those 21 years or older can offer only available at Skynet Premium Cannabis of Portage, Michigan. And make sure to tell them that you were sent by The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Happiness. Season finale. Are you having fun? season. I'm having yeah. fun. Burns, I don't I'm think you li- for. I don't think you heard it, but they played the snippet of when I made up the the Jizz on Kyle's face t-shirt. <laughs> Back in those those eras when we started getting hot, hot, hot. Not cool, but hot, hot, hot. hot, hot, hot. Do you know what I'm excited for? Uh-oh. What's that? Next week's season two premiere. Yeah, I know. When we answer all the questions that and, we don't have from this week. And we finally do... <laughs> It's turning left. Turning left with Chris Burns. Yep. The turning left. Well, speaking of next week's hey, season premiere, Chris Burns, thanks for that seamless segue. Uh, nice next job. W- Are you reading notes? <laughs> next week on the <laughs> feast, AFC preview. We go division by division, give our playoff. Just AFC? Yes, yeah, just AFC next week. Ooh. Uh, division by division, give our playoff team picks for the AFC, and we will have some bold predictions for the upcoming NFL season. Bold. When all the craziness started happen, New York City. So, gentlemen, uh, I think before we get into this talk about every about all the things and the stuff about the one year, I'm gonna (laughs) play the other funny thing that I uh, picked out. Do you think? uh, Do you think we're gonna trade for Rudolph from Pittsburgh? No. Okay. I don't know. What makes you think that? Uh, I have been reading reports. 
As a backup. As a backup. As a backup? As a backup. Man, I hope not. I mean, our backup, David Blau, does suck. So does Boyle. Uh, and Pickett looked and so really Boyle. good. So, I mean, so I, maybe it's not the worst idea. But, but you know, I mean, anyway. Dougie, can I talk about Red Wings thing at some point? Just yeah, do it, go ahead right now. You want me to do it right now? Yeah, do it right now. Though. Oh, we got, I got to do it right now, Burns. <laughs> Burns, okay. I got to do it right now. I'm getting, I'm getting the, the, the cue. The guy behind okay. the glass is like, do it right now. No, it's fine. We got plenty of time. I'm just kidding. Uh, Red Wings, there's a lot of reports I read this morning about Tyler Bertuzzi being back on the trade block. Going to last year, it was deal. It could be a huge chip of a first-round pick and a prospect. Or a first round pick, a prospect, and a top six type of guy. Um, so keep. I don't know if that'll be sooner than later or to the trade deadline, but I'll sell out of that. Uh, if you guys didn't watch uh, the juniors world championships, was the last couple of weeks. That was a great tournament. Uh, a couple of Red Wings that did pretty well. Sobrango in Canada had an awesome, awesome tournament. Edvinson played pretty nice. Wallander played pretty nice. Um, so good, good look for some of those Red Wings prospects that participated in the tournament. There we go. Yeah. So fun note, fun note about Baker Mayfield starting for the Panthers. Yeah, they play the Browns week one. Oh, I know. I see. Yeah, that's awesome. I hope you fucking rails them. Well, and when Deshaun Watson the week Deshaun Watson comes back, they play the Texans. Aha. Is it in? Around. Is it in Houston too? I think it might be. Awesome. He's gonna be, he's gonna light him up. He's gonna be so loose. Oh man! man I hope I, there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. There's, there's been a ton of jokes we've missed today. Have we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. We're, we're, we're seasoned now. Well, we don't. We're gonna go into something funny we did uh, some time ago. Some time ago. I don't know when. A little within a year. Yeah. Well, tonight the Red Wings voter die when they take on the Senators. <laughs> Fuck are they voting for? <laughs> turn, turn sandwich or a giant douche. Thursday, the boys in red want to know your third favorite animal. Oh, <laughs> 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 How do you think you realized you wrote that down? I think you forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, we're losing Kyle, everybody. Thursday, we're losing the boys Kyle. want to know. <laughs> Thursday, the boys in red want to know your third favorite animal when they take on the Hurricanes in Carolina. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, it's a Hanaroshlo joke. Uh. <laughs> okay, it makes so okay. much more sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> Then Saturday, the Red Wings have a brunch date with the Rangers in New York. Oh, man. And finally, Sunday, the Red Wings are back at home and hoping to say, Get out of here, kitty cat. Beat it. <laughs> because they're playing the, the Bruins. When they take out the Panthers. <laughs> I like how Kyle has uh, 10% of this episode and we uh, went off the rails. I love uh, it. Oh, man. Kyle was. I started coughing. I'm crying. Kyle was living in fucking 2043 <laughs> with that fucking joke. <laughs> What? Oh my god. The boys in red want to see what animal. If you guys only knew. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Goodness. Producer oh. Kyle. And then- Wowie, wow, wow. So, yeah, um, getting into the one year discussion, 
Uh, some of my favorite things to do on the show has been doing those upcoming schedules to throw you guys for curves every so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, uh, yeah, I forgot how much, like once we get into like the next couple of weeks, it's so, it's going to be so much looser and more fun because I don't have to spend so much time writing the show. The show writes itself once we get into basketball and hockey season and we have football going. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not listening now, listen then. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Do both. Do, do Always both. listen. Tell your three of your friends, remember. Yeah. What did, What about some of your favorite? Uh, you times? know how my memory is. It's awful. Um, You know, I think it starts, really gets going for us. It's like episode, what, 31? <laughs> that was the episode. That's the one that I use all the promos for. Uh, Jizz rags and. Yeah. I mean, we kind of, uh, that was the first time we really just kind of said. And we'll give you off a, the rails. We'll give you a towel to clean yourself up with. Um, I don't know if that's the cowboy episode or not. One of my favorite ones was the Kid Rock Easter Egg with Burns. I've been meaning to do something like that again. I haven't um, really hungered down and done it, but that was pretty pretty solid in my world. Um, Burnsy, Burnsy doesn't remember um, either. I think, I think that that I'm I'm with you on that. Sox. Episode thirty-one. That that's really kind of when I agree. I feel like comfort levels kind of hit where they needed to be, and things went Points. things went wild. Yeah, and things have been growing ever since. Like we've had oh, yeah. we've hit some rocks in the road. Like you put, put, put the penis Swedish penis pump on everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's but, a good dick joke, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, we uh, we have been getting better. <laughs> we don't remember anything we did. No, we uh. <laughs> Except Kyle. Uh, top 10 list. We did countdowns. Oh, yeah. The South Park one was a good one. Yeah, the South Park. We, went we, off didn't, the rails. Do, we didn't do a South Park countdown. We went no, no, off no, the rails. No, no, no. But we went off the rails with the South Park thing. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, the SNL countdown. Oh, yeah. Detroit athletes when Sox had to come back and tell us what we did wrong. Yep. The the one episode that Sox missed all year where me, where me and Chris Burns had to do what we did. Yeah. And I had to fucking correct that shit. Yeah. Chris Burns, uh, any other favorite times from you? I think we've exhausted all of them. <laughs> he doesn't remember either. Well, uh, uh, well, one thing that has been consistent uh-oh. over the uh, I don't know duration of the show, starting from episode two on, has been Sox's weird ways of getting just everything right oh no yeah what we've gotten right episode two i think john gruden will be fired after the season i know he signed that one 10-year deal worth a shit ton of money i just had this weird tingling feeling that especially if the chargers come out as the second team in the west that i just have a weird feeling that his time is done I have them trading, trading Jimmy G after the season. I have a Trey Lance be the guy after after the year after they come this far with Jimmy G. All these predictions of next boy wonder. He's gonna lead them there. They have to be traded. Episode seven. Prediction. I think I'll run. Episode thirty-three. I will say Boston. I'm Golden State. Love it. Boston and Golden Love State. It. Except Marvin Ham's going to be a head coach one of these days. Okay. 
I forgot about that. We're back. <laughs> I always forget about Darwin Ham. Yeah, <laughs> that one snuck in there. I'm sure I could have found more random stuff that you were right about. Uh, I mean, I, I forgot. I forgot about the um Jimmy. I forget about the Jimmy G thing sometimes. The Jimmy G thing and the John Gruden thing. Yeah, John Gruden was just lucky. It was episode two. Yeah, you can tell. Uh, yeah. Um, Cook it. Let's do it. Remember, or remember the Detroit sports moments bracket? Yeah. Yeah. That was another show we did. That was a good one. <laughs> sports movies was one of our first shows we ever did. That was a good one. I, I think that my favorite one, my favorite bracket episode was the, was the meat missile countdown. Glizzy <laughs> <laughs> countdown? The, the glizzy countdown? Yeah. <laughs> the <meat missile. laughs> there he is. <laughs> wow. It only took fucking an hour. Oh man. <laughs> man, we're back. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, that was also our fourth of July episode. Well, the best part was the stadium dog one. Yeah. Well, and the fact that we just got Chris Burns to say meat missile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nowhere. Oh man. I'm gonna need you to say that next week when you're back <laughs> here so I can put that in the new Spinebuster Sports opening to the show. Meat missile. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We'll see. I'll I'll do a temporary one this week, and we'll see what meat happens. missile. Oh God, man. Um, but uh, that was our Fourth of July episode, and some of our some of our great episodes have been the holidays. Uh, Christmas was a good one. Mm. Um, gravy. Thanksgiving. Gravy. Yeah, the Thanksgiving episode with when we it was right about the time when Chris Burns first came on board after you know his holdout over a contract dispute. Yeah. Mm contract disputes let me tell you yeah 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 burns got the brock lesnar deal (laughs) crickets hello hello oh i'm here (laughs) yeah anyway uh but yeah yeah we had some good times it was awkward times well not awkward yeah a lot of like nerd uh well, yeah, awkward. I guess we sound weird. So, until Burns came back from Vegas, we were pretty awkward. A lot of <laughs> repetitive things that we say. Absolutely, hundred percent. You know, once like Burns said, once you know. Burns packed up his game and headed out west, and then came back Woo-hoo! east. Yeah, he. Uh, well, yeah. I see, I see what you're doing, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Now I that one. Right. <laughs> What's the top? Somewhere before the top let back and the sunshine shining, like dust in the wind. Oh, is dust in the wind. <laughs> Hard knocks. Hard knocks. Mm. That's all you got. Talk about things growing. Yeah, makes my penises. Hard rocks. One rock. One rock. One one meat missile. One rock and one beer. <laughs> That's what we're all about. Well, you know, it has been a year. It has been a great year. Yeah. Uh, I think Skymint Premium Cannabis for sponsoring the show. Word yeah. up. Yeah, we and appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Thank you to all of our fans. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. We're all not. All 12 of you. <laughs> <laughs> the, There's a solid. We had a solid, you know, I believe fully we've got a solid 50 people that at least that re, that try to get on it. We call them the dirties. Hook it up hey, every all week. All 50 of you. We need you to tell three friends. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then get by the end of the, by, by the end of next year, we want to hit sixty two. Take, take their phone and put us on auto download. Yeah, do it up. Yeah, just break into your friend's phone and like just download the show for us, and like then play it when they're sleeping. So <laughs> our avatars <laughs> play it while they're sleeping and watch them react when they wake up. <laughs> Not only to the feast. But to your fucking creepy face. Yeah. But more importantly, the fees. They'd probably be like, <laughs> be like oh, meat. Hi, hi, Jennifer. Oh, what the fuck is this? Ah! I had the weirdest dream about a meat <laughs> missile last <Yeah>. night. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Did we do... One of my favorite ones is the mascot one. The mascot episode when we... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Big Red, baby. Yeah, when you guys fucked me Big over. Red. Did we ever do like... A, <laughs> you guys fucked me with Notre Dame, yeah. Uh, am I cloudy with oh. the... Sorry, Kyle! Am I cloudy? Do we ever do, like, our top ten favorite, like, Sesame Street characters? <laughs> we did not do top no. ten favorite no. Sesame Street characters, oh. but I'm pretty sure you're grouchy. Oh. I mean, there's, there's only, like, ten of them total. Yeah, we can rank them. rank them. True. What would be the best... If we could do a top ten, what would be the hilarious, most hilarious... Adult Sesame Street character. We're off the. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, look to wonder. I'm grouchy. I'm grouchy. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh. Oh, we were the last thing we were gonna do was uh, we had nominees for the Chris Burns and the Feast piece of shit of the year. Ooh. We're gonna hit the music. We have. Do we have nominees? Yeah, we will. We'll we get do. to the nominees after we hit the music. Piece of shit. Another hot take that burns. <laughs> Another piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. It's a piece, piece of shit. shit. It's the feast. Piece of shit of the week. <laughs> I forget about the plunk every time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and now the nominees. Top top four. Feel free to add if anybody if. Either of you have anything to add? Yeah, I'm gonna no, put in. Uh, I'm gonna put in awards music over this audio right now. So, mm. yeah, uh, go ahead with your uh, pieces of shit, Chris. Burns. Is it gonna be at the? Is it gonna be like wrap it up, B? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> kinda. Okay. I have four nominees mm. in no particular order: Deshaun Watson. Live Golf and Greg Norman, <laughs> Coach K, yeah. and Henry Ruggs. Mm. Pretty good list. Yeah. Socks, you have any nominees for a piece of shit of the year? Al Vila. Okay. I like that. Um, Vince McMahon. Yep. Okay. It's all in my head for now, I think. Yeah. Um, mine would be LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Um, my bad for missing that. And I know there's someone I'm missing that I can't think of. John Gruden. <laughs> yeah, John Gruden. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Word. I lost it. I know LeBron. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. Mojo. Uh, so, oh, no, Amber Heard. That was the other one. Oh, <laughs> speaking of shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all in the bed. Yeah. Poop in the bed. 
Uh, poop the bed. Sold me. So but I think we have a far and away number one winner. Mm. Um, Is it Hank Ruggs? And no, it's Coach K. <laughs> <laughs> it's Coach K. Far and away run winner. Just running away with it. Why? Why is that? What's your argument for Coach K? Oh come on! Do we need to go over this again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Henry, Henry, uh, I'm not even gonna say it. Just no. Keep, go ahead. Now, Coach K and his little fucking farewell tour that he wanted, and he's just been, he's been the worst for years and years and years, Um, and there's no one in sports, really, that I generally hate more, so he's he just wins. The facts. <laughs> this is not associated with opinions. I'll with, I'll, I mean, I'll hit you with it. Oh, we know he will. Wow, well, we should have saw that coming. Go the, I don't, the clear cutthroat number one. <laughs> clear cutthroat number one. Coach and, K. And one of the guys killed a person, but I'm going to throw you the old curveball. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, Can you even move forward from that? Like that's that's pretty t- good topper. We got a guy. We got a guy that we got a guy with 26 counts of sexual assault against him. A guy that killed a person and birds picked coach fucking K. And LeBron is on the list. <laughs> oh, I love you, birds. Wow. <laughs> there, hey, there was the cliffhanger everybody was waiting for. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it. I hope you enjoy that. Don't forget to bring a towel. That was the wrong fucking button. <laughs> Nasty. Oh man. Oh god. The cliffhanger everybody waited all episode for. Who would be the feast piece of shit of the year? That's not necessarily true. Uh oh. I want to announce to everybody. That unfortunately, with my foreseeing schedule, uh, I will not be participating on the feast anymore. There's been some disputes in my contract that I have to be taken care of. I gotta take. I gotta make sure my family eats. So with that being said, he's talking about Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he's wasting away to nothing. Wasting away to nothing. <laughs> So to all the fans that I just want to say, I appreciate you, everybody that has listened. Uh, it's been it's been real doing this with both of you guys. Um, I, I wish I had the Sarah McLaughlin music right now. I know. Um, I, I know. You. I know. There's candidates to replace me, but I know it's going to take at least a year or two to fill that void. So no, a year or two. Yeah. I hope not, Kyle. I, I, we're going to, next week will be a new year. Yeah. Me and, me and Chris Burns got those. So I wish you luck with the AFC preview. Maybe we will have, maybe we'll have a special guest next week that nobody knows about yet. Yeah. Who could it be? Including us. Who could it be? I'm not even sure. (laughs) We'll figure it out, Kyle. Yeah. I guess check it out and see you too. I love you. I don't even know. So, yeah. Well, are you, Ciao. (laughs) It's been real. It has been real. Yeah.
shake and bake. We hope you all have a great Tuesday. Yeah, we yeah thanks for joining us for the season finale of dun, The dun, Feast dun. by Spinebusters. I just threw a curveball. I threw a spin. I, I threw a sp- I threw spit and then threw a splitter. The fuck are we gonna do now? <laughs> threw a splitter down and away. Jesus, who could we get? Who could it be now? Could we getting it cranky? Mm. <laughs> Dear diary, you guys, your diary segments. Perfect, you guys nailed it. I'm a, I approve. I do have a say. I do have a say in the. I don't know who else. I do. I do get to interview. You get to enter. What, what do you mean? I'm, I'm still half part of this. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, 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 the man bear pig thing I've that we got, have going on. I've got contract disputes. <laughs> all right. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Join us next week for the season premiere of The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Bye, everybody. Happy birthday, Blake. Good luck, Happy guys. Happy birthday, Blake. Happy birthday, Blake. Good luck, everybody. Like us on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons. You nerdies. <laughs>